0: In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, as well as sharing three key Bitcoin price metrics, hinting a Bitcoin gains above forty-eight thousand. And uh, check it out: ninety-five percent of all Bitcoin is in profit. This bull market is inevitable. Including the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, I've been saying for thirteen years the Bitcoin will go from one dollar to two hundred twenty thousand dollars. Right, just once, and I'm outperforming every money manager in history. The single greatest call in history i'll also be sharing the latest update from adam back and his projection of bitcoin hitting a hundred thousand dollars before the having we'll also be discussing bitcoin pre-having rally phase is just getting started according to a crypto analyst i'll be breaking down his latest outlook we'll also be discussing the latest with rich dad poor dad author robert kiyosaki predicting a banking collapse and global economic crash and says he is betting big on Bitcoin, as well as Bitcoin ETFs, absorbed 400 million in one day, surpassing $2 billion since the launch. I'm also gonna be sharing a crypto analyst who says positively surprised by Bitcoin, says the current Bitcoin bull market can send Bitcoin to a quarter million dollars per coin. We'll also be discussing an analyst predicting Bitcoin price at 500,000 per coin by 2025. For the cycle peak, we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's crypto news alerts.net. Today is pod number 1547. I'm your host, JV. And today is sat stack and Saturday, February 10th, 2024. Let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. We got Bitcoin in the green, but barely. Uh, we had a pretty nice pump yesterday, almost 3000 worth of pumpage. We tap 48. We corrected. We're currently at 47, three ish. And ether also back in the green trading at roughly 2500 while Solana XRP Cardano and most the major cryptos are also in the green and checking out coinmarketcap.com the current crypto market cap sits at 1.78 trillion with roughly 50 billion in volume for the past 24 hours meaning volume is down 31% bitcoin dominance is at 52% even while the ethereum dominance is at 16.8% and checking out the top one hundo crypto gainers for the past 24 hours we got a mutable 15 percent followed by pendle up 12 percent followed by bonk up 11 percent blow that beam terra classic mina ethereum name service and dimension. Now, which alts are you most bullish on during this bull run? Please do let me know, family. And checking out the uh, crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective on the day. You can see the alts are ripping, many of them up 10 20%, including Tau, 22%, IMX, 15%, eHex, 37%, Hex, 12%. Even Luna Classic is up And zooming out on the monthly to get a more broader perspective, I could say now the majority of the top alts are in the red, but we still have some very respectable gainers like SUI up 93% for the month, Pith 98%, Tau 148%, Pendle 80%, etc. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated at 74, which is greed. Yesterday, 72. Last week, a 60. And last month, a 76. And it's extreme greed, which is ultimately the highest we have seen this in a very long time. And checking out the Bitcoin halving clock fam, we're only 67 days out until the biggest event that occurs only every four years in the crypto sphere, with the estimated halving date scheduled to take place April 17th. Again, that's roughly two months and seven days out, which is virtually nine weeks from today. If that's pretty exciting for you, please do let me know. And do you think we're likely to continue pumping as we near closer and closer to this halving? Let me know your thoughts in the chat. But anyways, without further ado, let's dive into our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out some of the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. Here we go. Bitcoin's monthly chart shows the super trend indicator flashed a bullish signal when it reversed from red to green and moved below 446 February 8th. The index overlays the chart while tracking Bitcoin's trend, like the moving averages. It incorporates the average true range in its calculations, which helps traders identify these market trends, as you can see here in the Bitcoin monthly chart looking pretty bullish if you were to ask me. Now, previous confirmations from the indicator were followed by a 1,319, whoa, 1,700% rally for Bitcoin in 2013, 17, and 2021, respectively. So according to the indicator, as long as the index is green and stays below the price, the price momentum tends to favor the traders with a bullish bias. So that's what's up. So if history were to repeat on the basis of any of the previous halvings and we jumped 1,300%, 19,000 or 700%, game on because that's pretty substantial. Think about this. Even if we only 2x from the previous All-time high of 69,000, that's still 138,000 Bitcoin price action, and that's only a 2x. Now, next up, spot Bitcoin ETF shares continue to rally. As the Bitcoin price climbed above 47,000 February 9th yesterday, the Bitcoin ETF shares gained approximately 4% on average. Global X Blockchain and Bitcoin Strategy ETF gained the most, rising 6.6% over the past 24 hours, according to data from CoinGlass, as you can see right here on your screen. And in terms of Bitcoin ETF inflows, BlackRock's iShares Bitcoin Trust maintains top position in fund inflows with a total of 3.23 billion as of February 8th, as per Bloomberg. Data: The Fidelity Wise Origin Bitcoin Fund comes in second with inflows totaling 2.8 billion. The Bitwise Bitcoin ETF and Ark 21 Shares Bitcoin ETF came in third and fourth with 696 million and 695 million worth of total inflows, respectively, as of February 8th. The key thing to note is that the total inflows for the Bitcoin ETFs have been greater than the net outflows from GBTC for nine days in a row. Now, that's initially why we pumped to. 49 and dumped the 38. There were massive outflows as a result of the grayscale Bitcoin trust, but those outflows have dried up. And now that market demand and scarcity is starting to kick in because if you run the math, the actual amount of Bitcoin being scooped up just by the top asset managers, Fidelity and BlackRock is 10x the current supply uh, being rewarded to the miners. And that is about to get cut in half after the halving, which means they're going to be 20x the demand than the actual supply that exists. Can you say supply shock, demand shock? It's a coming. Now, quoting the DeFi investor, yesterday to spot Bitcoin, test saw 403 million net inflows while Grayscale sold only 100 million worth of BTC. It is not a good idea to be bearish right now, in my opinion. You can say that again. And Max uh, tweeted off the back of that, I believe, right here. The supply in this range is also dried up. So early next week, we'll pass 50,000 and then sky is the limit. Still a long way to go, but we did 1.2 billion in net inflows this week. That's right numbers don't lie, family. So this is pretty optimistic for the market. And next up, Bitcoin finds support in the 42.5 zone. Data from into the block shows Bitcoin finding support at 42.5. The in and out of the money around the price model, which shows information for addresses that bought the asset within a certain price range, shows that this level lies in the 41.5 to 43 price range, where approximately 1 million BTC was previously bought by roughly 2.61 million addresses. And when viewing the Bitcoin daily chart, one will note that this is where the 50 day exponential moving average is currently sitting, making it a strong line of defense for the bulls. And from a technical standpoint, the relative strength index known as the RSI maintained its upward trajectory and the price strength at 71 supported the buyer's dominance in the market. As you can see here in the Bitcoin daily chart and all the charts are looking like they're gonna continue to rip, in my opinion, after I was analyzing them the other day during our pump watch. What are your thoughts? In the short term traders appear to be placing their Bitcoin price targets in the 48 to $50,000 zone. Other factors driving Bitcoins upside in 2024 include the influx of institutional investors, institutional FOMO, as well as the having anticipated to take place in April in roughly nine weeks. And quoting Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin Stock to Flow model, as he points out here in the chart, Bitcoin in profit, 95% of all Bitcoin right now is in profit. So congratulations to all my Bitcoin hodlers. Now, someone the other day wrote one day in 200 years, you'll finally be right. Trying to make fun and uh, you know, sling dirt at Max. And Max responded, exactly. I've been saying for 13 years, the Bitcoin will go from $1 to 220000 per coin, right? Just once. And I am outperforming every money manager in history, the single greatest call in history. That's right. Because since he introduced Bitcoin via the Kaiser report with Stacey Herbert, very long time ago, Bitcoin is now up like over 20 million percent. So show some respect, on the high priest and he is correct eventually we will hit 220,000 and his call from a dollar to 220,000 will be historic like unlike anything ever seen or experienced before in human history so respect to Max Kaiser. Now, also, Adam Back wrote here on a recent tweet, Yes, or actually today, uh, this was at 10 a.m., got 40,000 views, quoting Adam Back. 1st October 2021, Bitcoin crossed 47,000, like yesterday. Then on its way to the 69,000 all-time high, that run-up took 41 days. There are 70 days until the having. Just another data point for what it looks like and how we may get a new all-time high or even $100,000 before the halving. That's right, a while back, we covered it in the pod. Adam Back, he actually, he's a Bitcoin OG by the way, very early adopter and also creator of Hashcash and uh, the Blockstream CEO. He made a bet, a wager, friendly wager, small bet, but nonetheless, he believes the Bitcoin will hit 100,000 before the halving. And again, the halving is going to take place in less than 70 days, sometime mid-April. So let me know if you agree or disagree with Adam Back and the prospect of a $100,000 Bitcoin pre-having. Now, you guys already know, once we smash that 100,000 target, we're going to be having a 100K Fiesta right here in Puerto Rico, and y'all are invited. In fact, I cannot wait. Make sure you guys are a part of our Discord for more info on that as we have a chat dedicated uh, entitled uh, Fiesta 100K Party or something like that. You'll find it in the Discord. Discord link is always in the show notes in the description, or you can just go to discord.cryptonewsalerts But anyway, family, let's dive into our next way of the day and discuss a little further into this pre-having rally, considering it's only 70 days out, roughly, uh, was that nine weeks? A widely followed crypto analyst believes the Bitcoin is just starting a pre-having phase and may follow his historical pattern for the next. Two months. Synonymous crypto trader Rekt tells his 400,000 followers on X that Bitcoin can dip weeks ahead of the April halving event after putting up gains. He says Bitcoin may temporarily rise above key diagonal resistance trend line, currently around 46, but stay below it on the monthly chart based on historical price patterns. Bitcoin's halving event happens, as we know only every four years, family, when minor rewards are cut in half. Quoting Rec Capital here, how do we reconcile the following historical tendencies? Number one, the pre-halving rally phase is beginning, number two. But historically, Bitcoin fails to break beyond the macro diagonal before the halving, and number three. And also historically fails to break its four-year cycle resistance, which is $46,000 in this cycle clearly near where we're currently at. And keeping all these things in mind, here's how Bitcoin can reconcile all of these tendencies. As he shares, Bitcoin would need to produce limited upside in its pre-halving rally phase. Uh, The upside would end up as an upside wick at the end of February, like it did last month and also 2019, for example. Then perhaps uh, form another range at highs in March, enabling the altcoin rallies to take the center stage. Then finally pull back for a pre-halving retrace a few weeks before the Having event itself, this could be the path Bitcoin takes the upside WICK beyond the macro diagonal, but remain below it in terms of the end of month monthly candle closes in this slowly ending pre-having period is outlined here on this chart. Let me know if you agree or disagree with wreck Capital, but anyways, fam, pump the likes, to pump, the stream, and let's dive into our next story of the day. Discuss the latest from Rich Dad Poor Dad author Robert Kiyosaki. Headline reads: Rich Dad Poor Dad author predicts banking collapse and global economic crash. Right in alignment with Arthur Hayes, actually shared a similar prediction of him ultimately saying the same thing, uh, expecting another major regional banking crisis that can send Bitcoin parabolic to one million dollars per coin. But anyways, here's what Kiyosaki had to share regarding the Fed's tightening, which will lead to a recession and more banks failing. He advises that the best store of value during an economic crash is gold, silver, and Bitcoin. Now he shared here, quoting him, bailout, bailout, bailout. In U.S. Navy flight school, student pilots learn how to fly and how to crash their plane. Financial losers will lose money because they do not know what to do with their money as banks fail and the world economy crashes. For many years, I have warned, buy gold, silver, and Bitcoin. We are not going in for a soft landing. Unfortunately, the world of fake money is crashing and gold, silver, and Bitcoin are parachutes for your personal soft landing. And uh, so I'd love to know your thoughts on that because... He's always very bullish on gold, silver, and Bitcoin. He has been bullish on gold and silver since forever, since I started reading his books decades ago. But nonetheless, he has become a Bitcoiner. Now, personally, I'm not a fan of the precious metals, and let me tell you why. Uh, The main reason is because... They're manipulated. They can control them, and that's precisely what they do through derivative markets. For example, for every ounce of silver, there could be a hundred ounces of derivative paper silver being sold. And the same thing with gold. Now, how many times has JP Morgan Chase been fined? Like serious hundreds of million dollar, billion dollar fines for getting caught spoofing, aka manipulating precious metal markets. Think of it this way. This is how I think. Now, does the powers that be, the people who control the money printing, would they want gold to be $10,000 an ounce? Absolutely not. The same way they don't want Bitcoin to hit $100,000. You know what I mean? So they do all this dirty stuff with FUD and everything in their powers to suppress the price action. Why? Because it would undermine the US dollar. If gold was soaring like it should, right, then everyone would take all their money out of their savings account and put it in gold because gold is a superior uh, savings technology. The dollar is losing whatever, 20, 30% per year in inflation, hence the melting ice cube uh, you know, metaphor that uh, Saylor so brilliantly shared with us. So of course, they're going to control it and they can introduce more gold into the market. Whereas with Bitcoin, at least there's a finite limited supply. Bitcoin is perfect money. That's a part of the reason. It's the first money in human history with a finite limited supply. They can't discover more. They can't invest more more money into discovering more like they do with precious metals. Now, I don't know how much of the gold supply they introduce to the every year, but it could be 5, 10, 20%. It's substantial. So Bitcoin is the only true currency with true scarcity. And I would call Bitcoin or silver relatively scarce, but Bitcoin has true scarcity. And that's what makes it different. Also, incorruptible. Can't forget that. Also, unconfiscatable. Gold clearly can be confiscated. In fact, I heard when you buy gold bars nowadays, there's tracking devices in your gold bars, and they can look up exactly where it is if they ever decided to confiscate that. So there is no comparison. Also, it's borderless. It's immutable. You can travel. You can remember your recovery seed in your brain, and you can travel the world, right? Try traveling with some gold bars, at the airport, you'll have to declare, Do you have ten thousand dollars or more worth of, yeah, you know, yeah, sure, I do. I have some gold bars in my bag. Well, they can just take it right because they don't want you traveling with wealth, they can't stop. Bitcoin. Those are just some of the obvious reasons of why it's so much more superior. But let me know your thoughts fam. Our next story, let's discuss the Bitcoin ETFs, then we'll discuss $250,000 target, followed by a half a million dollar Bitcoin price target. So yeah, these ETFs are absolutely just crushing it right now. The headline reads Bitcoin ETFs absorbed 400 million in one day, surpassing 2 billion since the launch that's a pretty big deal. Now, in terms of daily flows, Thursday was the third best day yet for Bitcoin ETFs since going live January 11th. So tomorrow is the one month anniversary since uh, the ETFs have gone live. Their best performance remains the day of launch when they raked in $655 million in total, followed by January 17th, absorbing 453 mil. These figures include flows from the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, the existing fund that converted into the spot ETF last month. Since the fund's one and a half management fee is considerably higher than its competitors. The fund has suffered 6.3 billion of outflows since conversion without a single day of inflows since that time. But clearly it's drying up and hence why we're starting to pump and uh, retest this, I think, 49,000 local two-year top. That said, its outflows have slowed considerably, 100% in the recent weeks, from a half a billion, which is 500 million per day, three weeks ago to 100 million per day this month. And on Thursday, the fund suffered 101 million in outflows. By contrast, with the exception of Franklin Templeton, eight of the nine funds managed by rivals were net gainers on Thursday, absorbing just over 500 million in total. Now let's discuss the massive accumulation of BlackRock and Fidelity. Most of those flows went into the top two newcomers, BlackRock and Fidelity, BlackRock being the largest asset manager in the world, controlling roughly, 10 trillion in assets under management. And Fidelity is in the top five. They have roughly four and a half trillion in assets under management. And Fidelity has been bullish on Bitcoin since 2014. They got into the game. And also their head of macro, Jurian Timmer, predicts $1 one billion dollar Bitcoin price by 2038. I've covered that forecast a few times on the show, so just wanted to give you a reminder. Those funds absorbed 204 million, 128 million, respectively. The tallied an impressive daily volume, 480 million, trumping Grayscale's 371 million figure. Now, normally it takes five to ten years for a newborn to get even close to topping a category's liquidity kings, said Bloomberg ETF analyst Eric Balchunas about BlackRock's ETF volume overcoming Grayscale. They'll all go back and forth for a bit each day, but over time, the gap will grow. Now, opposite Grayscale, both BlackRock and Fidelity still carry a flawless streak of daily inflows over their first month of activity. In fact, both funds have broken the record for the most assets any newborn ETF has ever recorded in their first 30 days live, and they still have two days to go now, two other Bitcoin ETFs launched by Bitwise and Ark Invest also cracked the top 25. And by the end of the year, Safar said he'd likely take the over on new Bitcoin ETFs surpassing 10 billion in total assets. And as I shared the other day, they collectively, just BlackRock and Fidelity, now hold roughly 140,000 Bitcoin. How long did that take them? Less. than then one month. They now hold 140,000 Bitcoin. How many years did it take MicroStrategy, the first publicly traded company, to put Bitcoin on the balance sheet to acquire? They have roughly 190,000 Bitcoin right now. So just more than them. Uh, It took them since 2020. So literally four years. So the top two asset managers uh, just ultimately uh, accumulated as much Bitcoin as almost MicroStrategy took four years and one month let that sink in. And that's only two of the asset managers. Add them all, the 11, which got the spot TEF approval, they now have over 180,000, virtually the same amount that uh, MicroStrategy has uh, currently. And MicroStrategy's goal is to accumulate 5% of the circulating supply of Bitcoin. They have roughly 1% now. It's more precisely 0.9%, but if you uh, calculate the lost and gone Bitcoin forever, they say five, six million Bitcoin are lost and gone forever. Then that means MicroStrategy already holds 1.25% of the Bitcoin supply. And like I said, BlackRock and Fidelity are right behind them. Not long till Michael Saylor hits 200,000 Bitcoin held by MicroStrategy. That's going to be a big milestone and I'm sure it'll be soon. It'll probably be announced in the next earnings report after this first quarter of 2024. That's what I'm expecting. What do you guys think? Let's now discuss this $250,000 target. And if you'd like to see a quarter million dollar Bitcoin, let me know in that live chat. Uh, Headline reads, crypto analyst positively surprised by Bitcoin. Says, current bull cycle can send Bitcoin to a quarter million per coin. Shout out to the analyst Mikael Van De Pop, quoting him here. To be fair, I am positively surprised with the current strength. On Bitcoin already at 46.5. Nah, we already tap 48. Man, it seems likely we're looking for liquidity above the highs and perhaps the one above 51.8 for the pre halving. I think that's a good pre halving target, but I'm more optimistic. I think we can tap 60,000 pre halving, potentially all time high. What are you guys' thoughts? The markets are strong, dips to 20% on Bitcoin are a buy. Preach, BTFD fam, you know what to do. According to Van de Paa, inflows into Bitcoin ETS will be the catalyst for Bitcoin to reach Over a quarter million per coin. Quoting him again, the inflows on the Bitcoin ETFs are above 1.8 billion for their first few weeks. This is higher if you reduce the outflow of Grayscale by the forced liquidation of FTX. That's right, the FTX estate dumped roughly a billion dollars worth of GBTC, part of the reason we dumped so hard. Uh, Continuing, the start of the bull cycle and a Bitcoin of $250,000 plus per coin, send it. Let's go. Now, with the bitcoin price currently above 47, that would suggest uh, the asset can reach 55,000 before the halving currently expected in April, roughly 70 days out. Quoting him again, bitcoin above 47,000, the range is still clear, 48 to 50,000 as a potential high for the upcoming period, but given the recent strength, we might see 53 to 55,000 pre-halving. The halving is a pre-programmed event that cuts the issuance of new bitcoin to the miners in half. Lastly, the analyst expects the altcoin markets to follow Bitcoin's lead. Altcoins are slowly following suit with Bitcoin. This cycle likely peaked between 10 and $15 trillion. So there you have it, family. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this projection, as well as this peak. $250,000 Bitcoin with a $10 trillion plus market cap. Holla at your boy. But now let's dive into our featured story of the day. I'm going to be sharing some very bullish Bitcoin price predictions ranging from 100,000 to 180,000, as high as $500,000 per coin. If you'd like to see a $500,000 Bitcoin price for this cycle peak, holla at your boy in that live chat. And let me break this down for your family. So yeah, uh, Charles Edwards of Capriole Investments expects Bitcoin to increase to $280,000 per coin early next year. His analysis is based on the growth of Bitcoin following the previous halvings, as outlined here. So according to Edwards, the Chinese ban on crypto mining stalled Bitcoin's growth in 2020. However, the asset will reach $280,000 in 2025 if the last post-halving cycle pattern repeats itself And check this out as the outlines right here in this chart, you can see from cycle to cycle from 2012, 2016, 2020, as we enter 2024 now. Yeah, man, things are about to get lit. He, uh, Quoting him here, I believe the 2020 cycle performance was meaty core and an outlier. And when you drill it down to the two most important factors for Bitcoin this cycle and add them together, it's easy to arrive at a conservative Bitcoin price of 300000 per coin in the next couple of years. With those two bullish catalysts clearly being... Bitcoin ETF spot, which we already got, as well as the Bitcoin halving, which are both going to capitalize on the scarcity and demand of the king crypto. On the other hand, the technical analyst Titan of Crypto is less positive about Bitcoin's price early next year, arguing that a correction will follow the Bitcoin recent growth. And according to a recent post, Titan believes the Bitcoin will hit 60,000 early 2025. Why so bearish? And later, the crypto's price will increase to 340,000 according to their Elliott Wave crypto, Calculations. Now, another trader, Stock Money Lizards, what an epic uh, username, right? Only in crypto do you get usernames like this, believes that Bitcoin could rise to 280,000 in 2025, entering a correction afterward. And another analyst, Yoda, (laughs) believes the Bitcoin price will reach 100,000 in 2025, and a repeat of the 2021 cycle would see the price reach 160,000. Another technical analyst, Mags, believes the halving could move the Bitcoin price closer to 300,000. Thousand early 2025, reducing the rate at which the new Bitcoin is released in circulation, causing the asset to enter a stage of parabolic growth. Prabola. Let's go. Now look at this chart. You can see these price run-ups as a result of each halving cycle. Family, the first halving, as you can see on your screen, was back in 2012. We went parabolic. You see that bull arrow going straight up, the white arrow? Yeah. Then we had another halving, uh, which was in 2016. Uh, So we soared, that's when we hit in 2017, that $20,000 top. And then like clockwork, 2020, another halving, big bull run up. That's when we hit in 2021, the current all-time high price discovery of 69,000. And look where we're at. We're on the cusp of the next halving. So post-halving 2025, if history is to rhyme. Yeah, man, we have all the potential in the world to smash $500,000 per coin. So here we go. Aurelian, a technical analyst over at Core Strategy, a company that offers algo Bitcoin trading, is the most positive. He estimates that Bitcoin can rise to 100,000 early 2025 and reaching 500,000 there. After, So let me know your thoughts on these charts and these predictions. Do you feel Bitcoin 100k 2024? Do you think cycle peak this year or next year? It seems the uh, most of these people, as far as these analysts are concerned, are all proje- projecting that we hit that cycle peak in 2025. So again, if the cycles are to rhyme like we've previously seen, anticipate all-time high cycle peak 2025. However, if things change and say it's unprecedented, this time is not like the rest of them, we could also top out this year in 2024. But let me know your thoughts in the live chat. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle!